Welcome to another episode of CU Lead, sponsored by NetGiver, the app and platform that enables donors and nonprofits to give and receive on a no-fee basis. On this podcast, we feature credit union industry executives and the impacts they make on communities everywhere. I am Glenn Frechette, and today I am joined by Charlene Tanner. Charlene is the president and CEO of Dutch Point Credit Union in Weathersfield. Am I saying that correctly, yes. Charlene? Weathersfield. Weathersfield, Connecticut. And we're actually just up the street, I'm guessing, from Weathersfield as we sit here today at the Mohegan Sun Resort. Pretty close? Yeah, it's about 45 minutes. So, yeah, it's really close. I'm always amazed when I'm in a New England state. They look really small on a map, and yet you're in one, and things are 45 minutes. Things are an hour, hour and a half, two hours away. It's very close. Everything's very close here. And did you grow up here? No, I'm originally from Arkansas. So uh, I was raised in Arkansas. I moved to Connecticut about 25 years ago. Okay, all right, fair enough. Like transplant. Yeah, well... I, a lot of Southerners uh, stay put yes. south of the Mason-Dixon line. They don't necessarily gravitate to the Northeast. In fact, you see more of the opposite happening, right? Right, right. but it, it was a good move for me and, and for my daughter. Um, you know, she benefited from the educational system much better, in, you know, in Connecticut, in the Northeast in general. And she went to Boston University and just excelled. And so those are my main reasons for coming, but eventually staying. <laughs> mm, wow, that's Because awesome. it's, a, it's a big, it was a big move. There's no doubt about it. And BU is, uh, you said BU, not BC. Yeah, BU. Yeah, and the schools up here are just absolutely fantastic. No disrespect to the state of Arkansas, of course. But, <laughs> that's uh, right. <laughs> uh, nope. she, she obviously fared very well. Uh, well, you and I are just starting to get to know one another. Oftentimes I do interview guests and CEOs whom I know, but we don't know each other. Uh, and for our listening audience, I'd love for them to hear how long you've been influencing Credit Union Nation. How long have you been involved? So I started my credit union journey back in the year 2000. I was hired as the operation manager of a small credit union in Connecticut. I knew absolutely nothing about credit unions. When I took the position, there wasn't a lot of credit unions in Arkansas, maybe the university credit union, and maybe that was about it in my area. So I was a CPA by trade, and my background was in financial statement audits. Mm. So much different than credit unions. No doubt. But my experience at the small credit union was invaluable. the CEO set no boundary, so I was able to learn everything, every facet of the credit union. At the end of 2004, I was recruited by Dutch Point to be their VP of Finance. And then over the years, I was promoted to uh, CFO and then EVP and more recently president and CEO. Amazing. So the field of membership for Dutch Point is what exactly? It's a community charter. Okay. So we have... Uh, four out of the eight counties in Connecticut. It originally started at, out as the, a seg-based credit union for Northeast Utilities, now Eversource, so a power company. Awesome, okay, great. So what we find ourselves having to deal with in the world at the moment, Charlene, as I hope you would agree, is lots of people that are in need of, of services, 
and they rely on nonprofit organizations to provide those services. I'd love for our listeners to hear a little bit more about your own outreach and, and how important it is to be a leader in the community specific to catering to nonprofits. So we, uh, at this point, we look and involved with nonprofits that have expertise in areas that we do not have. Obviously, we're financial services. We're going to provide um, financial education to for financial wellness. So for areas we don't have expertise in, we look for partners. So for food insecurities, uh, we donate a lot of money to Connecticut Food Bank, also local pantries, food pantries in our areas. Uh, we'll see posts on Facebook. They're looking to fill their pantries with food. They're out, and we'll donate to those areas. Also, we've worked with the local police department. There's a huge in Harvard uh, homeless community. Uh, we worked the, um, with a police officer there to help buy, you know, small gift cards for Dunkin' Donuts, other things that they can use. You just went stereotypical on us. You associated cops with Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, he made the request. All right. I like it. I couldn't resist that. Like, go ahead, please. So, you know, he's great at education, uh, the police officer, the community about homeless and things that he's seen and success stories. And then also, you know, because we started out as a credit union for Northeast Utilities, um, one of our big sponsorships is with Operation Fuel. It's a big passion of ours. So they provide year-round utility and emergency assistance to Connecticut and advocate for energy affordability. So, you know, especially in the cold months here, you know, oil and the price of oil now, it's very expensive and there's a lot of people that need help. Boy, you're not kidding. Well, we had another CEO that we talked with earlier today that brought up that very point that we are approaching winter. Uh, this podcast today is being filmed in early, or excuse me, being recorded in early October. Um, there's a lot of insecurity for many Americans, particularly in the in the cold states, mm -hmm. on what this winter is going to look like financially. Yeah. Uh, so for you to step up in that regard is admirable. Thank you. So oftentimes in this podcast, we talk about the importance of credit union employees uh, and culturally what you have to create in order to attract great people and most importantly retain them. Sherlyn, can you talk to us a little bit about how your employees are engaged in community efforts? So um, basically in 2022, for the first time ever, we made HR a strategic initiative. Before, it, it never really, <laughs> never surfaced. So for me, and what I thought is important was my personal branding statement, which is I'm a leader of, I'm an agent of cultural change. I promote transparency, collaboration, and the empowerment and development of people. Sure. So that, you know, that statement is, to me is powerful. It had branding statements have to be unique to yourself. And so I use that to lead our HR strategic plan and all our vision, our brand vision, which is educate, serve, delight. So everything we do in our mission, in our strategic plan and our community outreach has to go back to our brand vision. So 
So it's kind of like a, a, I guess, a, a circle. <laughs> Starts well, with me and ends with the brain vision. Well, I mean, let's face it, as the leader of the organization, you're being followed. So to set such an example as you've just described it is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And as you're going out to recruit new employees, do you talk about the culture and how give back to the community is important to the organization? Absolutely. Um, you know, our, we have uh, brand values and giving back to the community is part of the brand values. I think we have five brand values and, and being in the community and community devol- development involvement is very important. So yes, absolutely. We, we share that up front on the recruiting and then on onboarding. Mm. This is only the second time I've asked this question in the last 10 interviews, uh, but it has to do with social responsibility that I find Credit Union Nation is stepping up even more so mm-hmm. today than in the past. And you just happen to highlight the year 2022. Uh, do you see us going through even more emphasis on social responsibility with our employee base and our membership base? So, yeah, I think it's it's evolving over time, and especially with the use of technology. Uh, we incorporated a, an app called Zogo, which is financial education app, and we introduced it um, to our employees first, and then we've been going out to the community to schools to introduce the app. Oh my gosh, we, I'd love to hear about this organization called Zogo. Yeah, it's Zogo. Okay. So it's a gaming app. So, you know, students, a lot of people love gaming. And as you, I think there's over 800 modules. And as you complete a module, you could win like a, a pineapple, they call it. And then you can turn these pineapples into rewards like gift cards to Starbucks or Amazon or other things. So it incentivizes the student to learn, but it's not just for students. When we rolled it out to our staff, you know, it was a big competition who could get the most pineapples and who could win, you know. So uh, it's for any age group. I love it. I'm going to have to go check it out. Yeah. Zogo. Zogo. Huh. And it's not a regionally based app in the Northeast per se. Okay. All right. I'll go check them out. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I like to do for my guests is give you an opportunity to plug an organization that's near, dear, and personal to you and your family. And I want to do that, Charlene, because, you know, at the end of the day, I get it. You are leading one life. It's not as though you lead the, the life of a, a, a credit union executive. Uh, and then you have a personal life. I, I recognize that a lot of times the organizations you support may be through the credit union. Right. Uh, but if there is one that's personal for you that you'd love to share, I want our listeners to learn a little bit more about it. Okay. Sure, Glenn. Um, so the organization is Credit Union Kids at Heart. I don't know if anyone else have brought this Not one. that one in particular, no. Okay. So uh, it's a 501c3 charitable organization. It was started by Eastern Corp Federal Credit Union in Burlington, Mass., and then a small group of uh, credit unions in Massachusetts in 1996. Over the time, it has evolved, and now, you know, nationwide, they have supporters also and uh, sponsors and supporters nationwide. Mm-hmm. So what they do, their mission is to raise awareness and funding for 
specific research aimed at preventing and treating uh, pediatric disease, including Moya disease and uh, cerebral palsy and pediatric brain cancer and epilepsy. So this one is dear to my heart because my daughter is a speech language pathologist and she works with a lot of children and families. You know, a lot of kids are trapped in their bodies. They, they communicate with communication devices using their eyes. And, um, you know, when she tells me these stories, you know, it's just, it, it pulls at my heart. And then when I go to East Corp, they uh, raise money also through the Boston Marathon. Uh, they have bibs and people have to raise like, I think it starts at like $12,000 for a bib that each um, runner has to raise for the charity. So, um, that's a lot. Yeah. Each runner has to yeah. raise 12 grand. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. So, actually, we're going to have a runner from our credit union. Uh, one of our board members is going to participate in Boston Marathon, I think this coming April, and raise money for credit union kids at heart. Have you gone? Have you gone to watch the Boston Marathon? No, I have not. I've not. You will this year. Yes, I definitely will this year. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in Massachusetts, and we would go. Yeah, for sure, we would go as kids to watch the Boston Marathon. I certainly don't have what it takes to compete, but I can watch. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I can watch, too, so I'll be there watching. And they partner the runners up with a patient partner. So they meet the patient throughout the year. They have, like, uh, you know, social events have the families in, so you get to meet, you know, the kids. And so our runner, uh, Marguerite, she's very excited to be, to participate in that and to help, uh, you know, raise money for research to prevent and help. I love it. Improve people's lives. Say it one more time, please. Oh, Credit Union Kids at Heart. Now our listeners know. Yes. Well, it's, it was nice to get to know you and have a quick chat. Thank you. So nice to talk with you. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of See You Lead, brought to you by NetGiver, the no-fee donation platform for donors and nonprofits. We hope you stay engaged, stay inspired, and continue leading with purpose. Until next time. <laughs>